Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. We hope that you are enjoying our podcasts as much as we are enjoying bringing it to you. We thank you for your feedback and we hope that you're doing very well today. I live in Toronto, Canada and I'm an author, blogger, editor, writer, entrepreneur and law student. I enjoy very much what I do for a living, and I hope that our podcasts are ones that you enjoy listening to. To start with, we have a question for you this week, and here is the question. What are some of your favorite types of books that you like to read or listen to? Are they mysteries, crime mysteries, courtroom mysteries, non-fiction or fiction? Or do you just like reading any kind of book, magazines or anything? Magazines where you can catch up on the latest gossip in Hollywood. Magazines where you can read about food and health and anything. Let us know what you like reading about. Send us your feedback to info at sterlingcreations.ca. Now let's tell us let's tell you a little bit about what we have for you this week. Our usual five segments: kitchen corner, where we cook up a recipe with you, or cook recipes with you, we cook up a storm with you. And then we go on to take another five with technology. It all has to do with technology from both ends of the spectrum. High-level technology and low-level of technology. Then we go on to the five minutes mystery. Then we go on to in the end zone with the entrepreneur. And finally, we take you to staying ahead of bullies and scams. Alright then, before we get into our first segment, we need to wrap up the mystery from last week, which is called Supper at the Seaside. Now, this was a very sort of complex type of mystery where you had eight board members who were poisoned um, when they were at a function at the seaside and they were poisoned because there were people out there who were not happy with the way in which the company had been handling their investments. Some of them lost their investments, some of them had to succumb to their mortgages, they couldn't afford it. And then there were three board members who did not attend this in a fateful evening, um, they chose to be away. They did not want to be part of the cover-up of the company. So now let's try and solve this complex mystery. And if you didn't get it, that's okay. It's all about 
comfort food for you know all your comfort food as we call it and uh, it's all about solving the mystery and you know getting involved so let's see what we got here for you this week so who did it it was two people who did it a combination of two people Keith Sopel was the board member and Aaron Hennessy was the person who, you know, combined with him to do it. All right. Keith had the most info to share. He had left the country so as not to be around when it all took place. And Erin had had to close down her business, which was a catering business, as you would remember from last week. Erin had had the contacts to pull it off. She knew what to do with regard to the food and the drink and everything. So, those were the perpetrators. Keith Sopple and Erin Hennessy. So, there you have it end of mystery for last week and we'll have another mystery for you for this week further down our um, our podcast now it's time for us to get ready for segment one of take another five and it's all about cooking in our kitchen corner we'll catch you on the other side Welcome to Hi, my kitchen corner. Hi, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to our kitchen corner. Time for us to get cooking, and we hope you enjoy the recipes that we bring you every week. We want to thank our good friend, Mama Peach, for having so generously shared all of the recipes in her huge library with us. Trust me when I tell you it's a very extensive library that Mama Peach has put together and she continues to expand this extensive library. These recipes are ones that you can use in a crunch, in an emergency, anytime, anytime you feel like experimenting with something new or you just want to try out something that you know you've never done before. These recipes are meant to tickle your fancy. So without much more ado, let's get into our cooking corner. So what do we have in store for you for this week? Well, from the simple starters category, we have something called cherry cherry punch. All right. Let's get started. One three ounce package of cherry gelatin mix. One 46 ounce can of pineapple juice. Mm -mm. And this must be chilled. Four cups of apple juice chilled. Three quarter cup of lemon juice, one liter of ginger ale, chilled, stir together gelatin mix 
and one cup of hot water in a small bowl until gelatin dissolves. Pour into a large pitcher, stir in juices, and chill. When ready to serve, add ginger ale to pitcher, gently stirring to combine. Garnish each serving with maraschino cherries and lemon wedges, if desired. This makes three quarts. If you like this recipe and others that we have brought to you previously, please write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca and we would be more than happy to send you copies, electronic copies. Now, let's go on to the second recipe that we have chosen for you this week. And this is from the chilies category. So you see you have a punch and now you have a chili. And this is called best ever chili. One and a half pounds of ground beef. One cup of chopped onion. Two cans, about 15 ounces each, of kidney beans. And you have to drain it, drain the liquid from it. Okay, but you reserve the liquid, okay? So just drain the beans and reserve the liquid. One and a half pounds of plum tomatoes and diced. One can, 15 ounces of tomato paste. Three to six tablespoons of chili powder. Brown the beef and onion for about six to eight minutes in a large skillet over medium to high heat, stirring to break up the meat. Drain the fat and transfer beef and onion to crock pot. Add beans, tomatoes, tomato paste, and one cup of the reserve bean liquid and chili powder to the crock pot. Mix well, cover, and cook on low for 10 to 12 hours. This makes eight servings. There you have it for this week from our kitchen corner, punch and chili. Hope you enjoy it. And again, write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca if you have any questions or you'd like copies of these recipes. Time now for segment two of Take Another Five, and we'll catch you on the other side. Time to take another five with technology. Hi again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and now we welcome you to segment two of Take Another Five, and this one is called Take Another Five with Technology. 
You know something, it never hurts to examine technology from both ends of the spectrum, as we put it. We believe that it, it, it's a good thing, it's a good balance. And this is what we are trying to do, is to offer you different suggestions and news on different types of technology. So let's start this week by telling you from the lower end of the spectrum about something called the talking alarm clock. I am always excited whenever someone comes along and improves on an existing product. And this is what I have seen in the case of the talking clock or the talking alarm clock. <clears throat> Just imagine this. Now <clears throat> you can find a clock that accepts voice commands. No more having to press the button to hear the time. No more having to set the time with buttons. And you now have the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. You can either choose to set and hear the time with the press of a button, or you can do this through voice commands. Most of these alarm clocks come with extra nice-to-have add-ons. Things like timers, thermometers, date, and more. And you can even choose which voice you want to have announce the time, and so on. And many of these voices are extremely clear and easy to understand. No more having to depend on sighted assistance to set the time or alarm for me, because it is very good for blind people or people who have problems, you know, they have low vision problems. No more having to ask someone for the time. So just go out there and make friends with the talking alarm clock. There are several types of them. There are several manufacturers who make them. And if you want to know more, you can go to either of these two online shopping stores or online stores that sell aids for persons with low vision, among other things. www.independentlivingaids.com or www.maxiaids.com and MaxiAids is spelled M-A-X-I-A-I-D-S one word and Independent Living Aids is all one word I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T L-I-V-I-N-G-A-I-D-S and they're very very good um, at sending you what you buy in a very timely manner. Right then, let's go now to the higher end of the spectrum and see what we've got this week. This week we have for you an app called the Blindfold Racer app. And I met this nifty little app late in 2014 thanks to my friend Dar as she knows how much I enjoy apps that are 
game-oriented. I'm still learning how to use this app, but so far so good. The, the developers of this app have certainly done something very good here. They have opened the door to those who are blind and giving them a great opportunity to enjoy a racing car game. You can play this game on your iDevice and the enjoyment is simply superb. You can download it from the App Store and installation is a no-brainer. You can play against yourself for hours of playing and not wanting to put it down it is guaranteed. The instructions are very easy to follow and the voiceover here is extremely clear. This game is for everyone and for all ages. This app is available at the App Store through your iDevice. Now, why not go out there and meet the Blindfold Racer app? It's for you and it's for me, blind or sighted. So there you have it, folks. Technology from the lower end of the spectrum, the talking alarm clock, and technology from the higher end of our spectrum, the Blindfold Racer app, available at your friendly app store. That's it for us for this week for this segment. Take another five with technology. And now it's time for us to move along to segment three. And we'll catch you on the other side. Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment three of our Take Another Five podcast. It's time for the five minutes mystery moment. And for this week, we're going to get you all involved in this one. It's called Diary of a Parisian Priest. And it's available at www.donnajodhan.com. And you can just go to our online store. You know, I've been writing and recording my own audio mysteries since 2010. And they have aired across the ACB Internet Radio Network, as well as Accessible Media Inc. here in Toronto. I have produced Murder Mystery Evenings, and I'm presently working on a courts in session type of evening. I enjoy doing this, and trust me when I tell you, it really helps to deal with the stresses of the day. 
you should try writing your own audio mysteries and see what you come up with. It's, it really is a lot of fun. At our store, you can either download and purchase at a very affordable price, or you can sign up for our unlimited access subscription on a monthly basis. Very, very affordable. Because we believe that audio comfort food is what the doctor has ordered whenever you want to relax, recharge, and simply allow your imagination to go wherever it wants to go. Now it's time for Diary of a Parisian Priest. <clears throat> Here is a description. Father Stefan Pahadi had been a very well-liked parish priest. He was kind, generous, and always had time for his parishioners. Yet there was someone who hated him enough to have killed him in cold blood while he slept. The goodly priest had started to criticize big business and certain governments before he was killed. Could any of this have played a part in the, his demise? Or was there something else in his past that had come back to bite him? Hmm. This is what the scene of the crime had looked like. Father Stefan Pahadi had been found shot dead in his bed. The room was small and neat, and there was a twin-sized bed, and a dresser, and a small wash basin with a mirror over it in this room, a night table with a clock radio, and a wallet on it was there as well, and a small closet with the priest's clothes was also present. The wallet had not been disturbed, and Father Stefan had been shot while he slept. The window had been left open, and the housekeeper had found his body, and prints, and a handkerchief had, been also, had also been found. What could the motive have been for the killing of this nice priest, Father Stefan Pahadi? Father Stefan was just a bit too outspoken for his own good. And the suspects identified were these. Yannick Leblanc, a parishioner. Pavel Sakharov, a Russian diplomat. And Dominic Gatchel, a banking executive. The cause of death for Father Stefan was that Father Stefan had been killed with a single shot, one shot to the skull. Death had been instantaneous. He had been dead for about six to nine hours before he was found. Father Stefan had migrated to Paris from Russia when he was just 19, and he had changed his name from Sasha Pavlov to Stefan Pahadi. He had entered the priesthood and had become a priest. 
He had lived in Paris for some time, then had migrated to North America. He was well liked wherever he went, and that was how he was. However, he had begun to change of late. His sermons had now become anti-government, especially so towards the Eastern governments, particularly so towards the Russian government. He had also begun to criticize big banks. He had uncovered corruption in the banking industry. He was determined to speak out and he had refused to go when someone or when he was summoned by the archbishop. A sealed envelope had been found in his safe and cash totaling $50,000 was also found in a separate envelope plus a one-way ticket to Montreal was found as well. According to his secretary and housekeeper, Father Stefan had also begun to receive hate mail and emails, threatening phone calls, threatening phone calls were being received at the priest's house. The staff had become anxious and afraid for Father Stefan. Two strangers had also recently visited the priest. They had been heard arguing vehemently with Father Stefan and had even been heard to threaten his life. They were both dressed in dark suits <clears throat> and a parishioner was also seen lurking close to Father Stefan's house of late. Father Stefan usually ate his breakfast at around 7 a.m. in the morning and the housekeeper had gone looking for him at around 7.30 and had discovered his body and had called the police. These are the facts for you folks <clears throat> and we'll be back at the end of this podcast to give you a little bit more information to help you solve this mystery. This is an intriguing one, I promise you. This is it for segment three of Take Another Five. And it's time now for us to move along to segment four and we'll catch you on the other side. But before we go, just remember, you can download and purchase this mystery or purchase and download this mystery, I'm sorry, uh, from our website at www.donnajodhan.com and just go to our online store or you can sign up for a monthly subscription. You will have unlimited access to our library and to all of our mysteries. So it's a good choice for you. All right, then, let's move along to segment four and we'll catch you on the other side. In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur. Hi again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome <clears throat> to segment four of Take Another Five. I seem to have a bit of a frog in my throat, and I apologize for that. 
in the end zone with the entrepreneur, and that's me. I have been an entrepreneur for or since 1998, and for the most part, I have enjoyed being an entrepreneur. I have seen the landscape change and grow rapidly in the last many years, and I'll tell you straight, entrepreneur is not entrepreneurship is not for everyone. But you know, I think you should try it first before deciding whether or not it's for you. It can be lots of fun, it can be very stressful at times, but if you have the right tools in your toolkit, no reason why you couldn't enjoy it. And if you know what to look for, hey, it's even better. So if you're an entrepreneur or you know someone who is or you're thinking of becoming one, In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur is for you. For this week, we want to present you with a little tip on testing the entrepreneurship market. Testing the market for entrepreneurship could be fun if you know what you're doing. And how does one test the market for entrepreneurship? One should know, well firstly, one should know that there will always be a market for entrepreneurship. You got to test the economy. You got to look at the cycles of the economy. And these cycles would include good times or economic boom, as they would call it. That's a good market for entrepreneurship. or It's a good time to enter the entrepreneurship field. A retracting economy may not be the best of times for you to think of getting into entrepreneurship. But on the other hand, you never know. It may be a time when people are starting to think, well, they should not spend as much. And you could think of coming up with an idea to suit this type of mood of consumers. Recession time, not really a good time. Really stay away from, you know, entrepreneurship when the economy is in a recession type of cycle. Recovery. Best to wait and see what's going to happen. But, you know, it's also a time of hope, a time of expectation, and it doesn't hurt to get ready to enter the entrepreneurship market. So there you have it, our tip for this week. It all has to do with um, being able to analyze the various cycles of the economy and work accordingly. You know, we always compare it to the sea or the ocean. If the tide is out, great time to go swimming. If the tide is in, nah, not a really good time. So this is what it's all about, the economic cycles that you need to analyze and think what you need to do. All right, then. This is it for segment four of Take Another Five. We're really moving along this week. And we now encourage you to stay tuned for segment five. And if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to send your questions or your feedback to info, I-N-F-O, at sterlingcreations.ca. We'll catch you on the other side in segment five.
Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hi, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment five, our final segment for this week of our podcast, Take Another Five. We hope that you have enjoyed our podcast thus far as much as we have enjoyed bringing it to you. In this segment, we talk about staying ahead of scams and bullies, and we believe that it is very important to be able to do so. It's very important for you to be aware of those terrible scams that are constantly invading our lives. And it is also important for you to be able to stay ahead of scams and bullies, deal with those awful bullies, and help others through anti-bullying campaigns, anti-bullying actions that you can take. So, for this week, we want to alert you to this scam. A real estate agent either wants to buy or sell your home for you. This would usually come to you as a phone call. Someone offering to either buy or sell your home. They probably got your name out of a phone book or online. There are two ways that they're using these days. Through a printed phone book or an online phone book in your area. They may not be with a real estate company after all. If they're not, then hang up as quickly as you can. Hang up immediately. Don't waste any time with these guys because they're up to no good. Even if they are with a company, do the same thing. Okay, because you don't trust them. So they could be an independent person working on their own. Or they could be with a company, but you don't want to know now, if they are with a real estate company and, you, you know, if you're interested, you need to meet them face to face. Do not do any negotiations on the phone. Meet them face to face and meet them at their company's offices. Do not meet them outside at a coffee bar or a bar of any sort or a restaurant of any sort. Go to their offices. I will tell you this. Sometimes they come to you with fake business cards. Be very, very, very aware of that. That's the type of scam that is circulating or making the rounds this week. Now, let's move on to staying ahead of those bullies or building awareness about bullying. It's all about, could we turn back the clock? How often have we heard this phrase, if only we could turn back the clock? In reality, we probably cannot be. And on July 20th, not too long ago, I think it was 2015, as I sat watching the coverage of the passing of James Garner, I was sorely reminded of this. 
I believe Mr. Garner passed on in 2014. Yeah. Mr. Garner acted in the types of movies that focused on the content rather than the violence, crime, and vivid descriptions of sex and horror. In other words, it was almost always the story of the movie that dominated rather than what we see today, the use of shooting and killing to solve the crime. We seemed to have moved away from the good old way of focusing on the story and concentrating on the solving of the crime through logic, and now we have turned to using flagrant violence in order to make our movies popular. Gone are the days when audiences of all ages could sit and enjoy those wonderful episodes of the Rockford Files, Perry Mason, and similar types of shows. And now we and our kids have to endure problem solving through shooting, through shouting, and horrific violence. We probably may not have really given enough consideration to all of this, but we'd like to offer the following opinion. We believe that what we see on our screens today is largely responsible for the problem of bullying. And if we think about it, our kids are being t you know, taught, taught today that the most effective way for, is for them to get what they want through violence and crime. This is bullying in, in its finest hour. Nothing less. And we ought to be ashamed of ourselves for continuing to subject our kids to this type of behavior. We need to change this if we expect to help save our children. And now is the time to do it. And if you'd like to know more about how you can get involved in campaigns against bullying, then please visit my page at www.donnajodhan.com. Please go to my bullying page and see how you can get involved in helping to save your kids and the rest of the world. All right, then. This is the end of segment five, and we are going to move along to the wrap-up for this week. I can't believe we're at the end of it all. So we'll catch you on the other side. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and we are at the end of Take Another Five for yet another week. And as they say, another week is in the books. But we cannot leave you until we've given you some more facts to help you solve this week's murder, or mystery, sorry, 
Diary of a Parisian Priest. His father, Stéphane Paradis, was brutally murdered in his bed. He was shot in the skull. So here are the additional revelations that we have for you. The Russian diplomat and the banking officer had strongest motives to kill father. Father Stefan had been sent to Paris as a young sleeper agent of the KGB. Now the time had come for the Russians to wake him up. They had wanted him to infiltrate the church and Father Stefan had strongly resisted. He had changed his mind and had wanted no part of this. The boot prints contained the tag as to where they were made. The handkerchief's monogram was a giveaway as well. He had gotten help to obtain a one-way ticket to Montreal. He had chosen Montreal because he felt that it best suited his needs. Montreal was French and he had become French in many ways. Yannick Leblanc had given Father Stéphane the ticket and money to escape. Father Stéphane had confided in his longtime friend Yannick Leblanc. Yannick had agreed to help Father Stéphane run away. The sealed envelope contained a diary that told everything and a letter to the bishop accounting for his actions that there was evidence and there was also evidence of corruption in the banking industry. Father Stefan had wanted everyone to know what he knew. Yannick Leblanc wanted to protect Father Stefan. There you have it. You have a lot of facts for this week, so it probably is going to be relatively easy for you to solve this mystery. I, We really think so. Again, you can purchase these at www.donnajodham.com That's D-O-N-N-A-J-O-D-H-A-M And just go to the online store. You can purchase and download this mystery along with several others or, you know, join the monthly subscription Unlimited Access to our library. Right then, we're at the end. We want to wish you a terrific day and an even better week. We hope you've enjoyed being with us as much as we have enjoyed having you with us. You can follow us on Twitter at Accessible World, A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-L-E-W-O-R-L-D, or at Author underscore Jodham. A-U-T-H-O-R underscore J-O-D-H-A-N or like us on Facebook at Author Donna Jodhan that's one word or just Donna Jodhan okay Author Donna Jodhan or Donna Jodhan thank you for being with us this week 
Keep a song in your heart and may the winds be at your back. Bye for now. <laughs>